What's up, everybody? This is Monica. And Angel. And you are listening to the, the KG Worship Corner. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Hey, y'all. Another episode of KG Worship Corner. And we are ready. We are ready. So today, we want to talk about being still versus making punchline moves when it comes to worship or anything that has to do with, um, I guess, being on the stage. A church service, addressing <laughs> the people of God. Right. So I guess like from singing to bands to preaching. Everybody. Or whatever. When I have What's to... What's the punchline move? So, <laughs> so um, I guess... Me and uh, the guys were talking about um, music the uh, other day. And so they were talking about how they hated a certain style of music because it was like repetitive. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they just playing the same thing over and over mm-hmm. and I get bored as a musician playing the same thing over and over. Mm-hmm. And so it's like they want to move around and be creative, whether it's on drums, bass, keys, or whatever. Like, I don't want to keep playing the same thing over and over. And so I was just like, well, from like a worship leader perspective, you really should have the same perspective as a worship leader would. And I said, like, for me, I don't see it that way. I see it as, you know, it's kind of like when you do anything, like, a repetitive motion leads you into a new place over time Mm -hmm. and so if you are constant at repeating that motion you end up at a new level Mm -hmm. you know over time and so it's just like being still versus making punchline moves so the punchline moves came in well like one of the musicians was like well hey where I come from all I know is to just give it everything you got like yeah. show me your best lick yeah do your best run <laughs> mm-hmm. and every moment every space you can mm-hmm. and that's what i want so that we that's can make the crowd move right right and so i call that a punchline move yeah and so this certain lick i do the certain run i i do on the keyboard or even like as a singer certain things i do will trigger <laughs> the emotions emotionally charged moves yeah gotcha. Gotcha. Or even as a preacher. Right, when I think things. on the goodness of Jesus. <laughs> <When> I, <laughs> like I said before, when I think on the goodness of Jesus, it is true. When I think on his goodness, it does make me holler. It does make me shout. <laughs> it does excite me. It does make me weep. It does make me want to run. However, most of the time when a person says that, they don't even have to finish it because they know people are going to emotionally respond immediately after you say that. So. Yeah, I think... So, all right. When I think on the goodness of Jesus is one. I mean, what's one another? One of many. One of, one of many, right? So another thing is, was, yeah, you said the blood. <laughs> it's like, so I literally went to this fun- this place, you know, it was a funeral or whatever, which is, and the, the sermon topic was on something. I don't remember what it was because it turned into him preaching about the cross. The cross. <laughs> oh, you talking about the cross? Oh, you said something about the blood, and that's a wraps on that. <laughs> and it was like, I don't, I literally don't remember anything else. <laughs> People start violently quickening. Right. It was very quiet before that cross came. Oh, the blood. 
So it's cool to go there. But all right. So what else? Like we started talking about. We started talking about you know the devil. Devil thought (laughs) he had me. me. (laughs) You know he. The storm is over now, and it's it is certain stuff. Like I said, it's unfortunate because the statements are true. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's just the whole purpose is what's behind it. That's right. Is it God leading you to say that? Were you following Jesus? Or were you just saying this because you knew when you said it, you was going to get us going? Like, yeah. you know, and you everything you're saying now is to us. Yeah. And not to follow God. Yeah. So is God even in the service now? Yeah. Or is it just us doing our own Like, thing, what you know? was the intent, you know, behind, behind saying, saying it? Because you can actually talk about the blood, obviously, and the Lord is leading you there. Yeah. You know, because the blood definitely is one of our greatest weapons. And we, we, we want to talk about the blood we're not talking about eliminating it out of church services right we're talking about the reason why the people reason why and what's what's happening yeah. so all right like worship leader punchlines like Ooh. come on put your hands together <laughs> what you said she, that drives a lot of people know, oh, these days I'm fussing at people <laughs> fussing at people y'all can sit there if y'all want to like god i never did nothing <laughs> sitting there looking like that <laughs> going off you on came here to look cute <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, y'all just wanna sit there look cute. You don't wanna mess up your hair. You don't wanna mess up your outfit. You didn't come to praise, but I came. I came to give them glory. Oh, so I can't be giving them glory, sis. Sit down. You don't know what I'm going through. Okay, I can just broke my leg. For all you know. <laughs> come on, worship, lift your worship hands. Worship leaders will fuss at you. They will fuss they at you. Will fuss at you. So, but why though? Like, what's the point in that? Because I want you to these Negroes to stand up. <laughs> So you want people to yield and respond. And you, we say it's not about us, but to some degree, you want people to at least get with you. You don't want them to just, you You want want something. You want some kind of reaction. You want something. And that's the honest truth. That's the honest truth. Nobody wants to be singing, ministering, preaching, and people don't give them anything. Because you're like, all right, am I even... Right, because you know? I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't called to sing to the to the walls. Because if that was the case, I would I just be singing to the walls. Yeah, I'd be singing to the walls. I can go lock myself in my room. I always do this by myself. <laughs> I don't have to do this with y'all to hear nothing to get nothing. That's yeah. just true. Preaching, just the truth. singing, playing music, you whatever. Want like you, you want, want a reaction. So I think the question goes like, how do you truly deal with that? I think to me, I see it as it's a maturing type of situation you have to mature and i amen. think in amen in your experiences of whatever it is that you feel because let's be honest we we sense a certain thing we feel a resistance or a coldness or however you may identify identify it mm-hmm. or like some or a dead or a, a silence that shouldn't be when it's time to praise the lord so you you sense that and you have that feeling but we're not always mature enough to know how mm-hmm. to address it. You look in your arsenal and you say, mm, all right. <laughs> <Which gun? laughs> Y'all not give me what I Which want. Which gun can I pull out today? Let me get this machete. <laughs> I got stuff for y'all. I just go I got bust y'all upside the head. Right. And mm-hmm. a lot of times you switch your song selection. Mm-hmm. You switch your sermon. Based for example, like we're talking about. 
with, you know, people starting to preach on a certain topic and they're getting a certain response, some preachers automatically go to the cross. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Calvary. <laughs> Let's talk about Let's going to shout now. <laughs> Three days. Right. So I, I have no idea how in history things got to this place. <laughs> the but it's not necessarily how it's supposed to be. Right. So that's our, like, scenario of what it means to make punchline moves. It's, right. You know, it's like, I'm going to give you... It's like, I'm going to give you everything I got because I'm looking for a certain response. Right. And I think when you look for, you you, you go and, and your focus is set on the response of people, it puts you in a locked and limited position. Right. And so you only have the people to lean on, to trust, to look to for approval or, yeah. you know, for certainty of whether or not you're going in the right direction. Right. And it's like... We're we're living this life or we're serving in this way for a king that is of another kingdom. Absolutely. And so it, to me, it's almost like transcending your everyday earthly habits mm-hmm. into your ministry. Right. Because what do we typically do every day? We look to people for approval. Absolutely. And we trust we trust in people like we're, we're making moves you know, based on what people are doing and not independent of people and based on God. And so that's why worship leading is more about your everyday life than it is about the stage. It overflows. And what we see is the overflow of your natural life. (laughs) I just laugh because when you said it, I thought about people posting on Facebook, making moves in silence. <laughs> Alright, I'm silently making these moves, uh, but you posted it on Facebook, you know. <laughs> just do what you have to do, you know. I'm making all these moves this year and I'm not worried about anybody, you know, I don't care about people and da 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 da. Clearly you care about we all care yeah. about people. I don't care about people I don't care about what people think about me is the biggest lie. Yeah. Yes you do. Yes, you you do. absolutely do. When you when Monica first presented this topic tonight, being still versus punchline moves, the first thing I said was, This is for the mature. <laughs> this is not for the immature. Because it's very easy to hold on to what you know. To hold on to this works for me. Like I said, this is in my arsenal. I know yeah. that this is gonna get people moving. It's worked for me all this time. Yeah. Nights challenging me to do something different, you know? Nah, yeah. I'm good on it. Yeah, like, all right, so you were talking about, like, preaching with, like, doing runs and humming. Like, mm-hmm. when preachers come out and, you know, somebody gets on Oregon or whatever and key them up, like, in a Pentecostal church. Those those are punchline moves. Those mm-hmm. are, you know, wherever they originated. <laughs> wherever it came from. Wherever it came from, like, it's it moves people emotionally. It mm-hmm. stirs them up. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to assume, I want to assume that it didn't start off that way. And that maybe it started as it it was a spontaneous thing that was mm. taken and being copied Coin. because we see that a lot. And I think we can yes. even identify stuff today yes. that happens, like even singing spontaneously mm-hmm. or prophetic singing. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people act like it's a kind of a new thing, it's and it's really, not. it's really not. Like before, people were doing it on albums or whatever. Praise, like anything, praise, like praise. it. Those things were spontaneous yes. as we waited upon the Lord. That's yes. that's where the song yes. "Yes Lord" came from, yes. out of spun, out of like prayer, mm-hmm. like deep prayer and intercession, mm-hmm. and even like I believe playing, you know, as 
as they preach. Like a lot of those things were spontaneous mm-hmm. moves, and so then you end up with people copying but not understanding where it really came from. Where it really and came that from. person was following God. Absolutely. You are following this example of that person and thinking that is that is following God. They, yeah. You know, so Yeah. And it's like, oh that worked. So, so let me it. go and do that. But see, here's the thing where you get into a a weird like reflective space that almost looks like how Satan did with God. Mm. Right? He's the original who created originally all these things. Mm-hmm. Now, oh, I That's want some of that glory. <laughs> right. I'm going to go do right. the same thing. Over and so here. he's created all these copies and mm-hmm. reflective things of, you know, with, with opposite effects of what God has done. Right. You know, and he's going and putting it everywhere so that he can receive glory. Like, so that's a crazy perspective to take because now I got to come back and look at myself and say like, who am I? Who are we? Like, what do we call for? We call to be behind it. We call to be like the creator. Yeah. And so that means that I'm constantly called to wait upon him to understand what is his intent and purpose for the moment yeah. so that it's creatively something different mm-hmm. every time. And that's the thing that I love about being in the cathedral that challenges who we are yeah. and um, and doesn't allow us to copy, <laughs> doesn't allow us to, <laughs> doesn't allow us to let right. copy of certain things work. Yeah. It's got to be is, a God moment. Each right? service is completely different and it definitely forces you into this place of being still yeah because the punchline moves would not work at the cathedral they don't work they, they don't work and i'm glad they don't work they don't work and so punchline moves <laughs> like, this is for the mature you were right about that i i didn't you know i was just like yeah maybe i don't know yeah. but you're right it is like because you cannot perceive the truth of how I mean, like, maybe there's a place for punchline moves. I don't really know what to say right now because the way that I'm seeing everything is that God made the first moves at every point. Mm. And Satan took those moves and copied them. And so, you know, so we can say, all right, maybe punchline moves work in light of stillness and when they come out of a spontaneous god place mm-hmm. right you yeah, can like- absolutely <laughs> absolutely it's, it's it's refreshed just like we said before on another another podcast even though it seems like the same song it's really not the same song it's a new thing yeah so you might be talking about the blood or you might be talking about calvary but because you're in a moment in god yeah. and you're honestly following him it's from a sincere place you weren't saying it for people to get emotionally charged you were following god and using the teaching or the moment that he was using yeah and people might still get emotionally charged but it wasn't from that same intention yeah so it seems it's a little deeper but believe god is into all of that right <laughs> he's right. into why you're doing it and why, why? you're saying it yeah. and what you're getting from from this yeah he's checking I, your heart out the whole time yeah and it's definitely about us following following god like and not feeling the pressure of certain like environments so let's say for example when we go to go sing somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, at a certain church. And maybe, you know, it was mm-hmm. like a worship event and there were multiple singers. And then everybody, or you, you hear the way... they do what they're doing. I got to do what they're doing. Like, you feel like drug, yeah. like you're getting pulled into... Yes, the culture. The culture, whatever <laughs> atmosphere they created. And if they're, like, 
hollering, you know. Oh, can I say this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All the reason I say this is we were just joking about something. Musician appreciation. <laughs> <laughs> I won't go too deep into it. Okay. But I'll just say, for instance, not just musician appreciation services, but like we used to have musicals back in the day. I don't think they do musicals anymore. Every night. Not yeah. like talk about it. Yeah. But anyway, atmospheres like that with a, a, a list or a lineup of several different people. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason I brought up musician appreciations. But you feel like, oh man, everybody's going in this same vibe or, or worshiping or singing a certain kind of way. I got to stick to what they're doing. And the Lord is like, Nope. We're going in this direction, mm-hmm. you know. So mm-hmm. those moments are tough, and those <laughs> moments are for the mature. It's for the mature. It's for the mature, because if mm-hmm. you if you get like pulled into that, you'll change your song mm-hmm. based on what somebody else just saying. Mm-hmm. And you know how people go, "Well, I'm gonna just stay with the flow that's happening right yes, now." Yes, yes. Okay, maybe God doesn't want to go with <laughs> that flow. That wasn't that wasn't my flow. Like that was the moment. Right. Let that be the moment. Right. Let it create a new moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's right. difficult because we don't like to take the risk of being the first one or, you know, having to make a change to the, the to the direction that's yeah. already there. It puts you in a in a position, an awkward position where you might not get a similar response yeah. from the people yeah. that they just gave to somebody else. So the truth is that you're really looking to a response. One hundred percent. And not to God. And the question has to be, what did I come here for? And did I come here on an assignment, on a God assignment to release or minister something? And that's why I personally just don't like take singing gigs just because like I want to have an assignment. Otherwise, I'm going to get pulled into whatever's going on, Mm -hmm. you know, and it creates insecurities Mm -hmm. in you. Mm -hmm. It it challenges your spirit, man. It Mm -hmm. challenges God when he's trying to draw you into a certain place, Mm -hmm. you know. And so now you have all this contention and resistance against the spirit of God that wants to direct you in worship or in preaching or whatever it is that you're doing to learn how to follow him and trust his way because you're lenient to responses of people. Yeah. What if the flow of that service isn't God? Yeah. You know? What if it isn't God? Because <laughs> we're so used to saying it. it? it the flow. What if it isn't God? What if I want you to say something or do something that's totally probably not going to get the reaction you want? If I told you what I really... Yeah. <laughs> will, you, will, will your heart and soul still say yes? Yeah. You know, it's easy to sing it. But when it comes to those moments where it's like, man, it's totally not about me. I'm not at all going to get the shine that I thought I was going to get. Yeah. Are you going to obey me? Or are you going to do what people are pulling you to do? Yeah. And it's it's, a, it's it's not easy. But that's what living this life is about. It's about killing our flesh. You know, Daily. Moment by moment. It's not about us having uh, this satisfying glory yeah. every time. Ooh. <laughs> Y'all just gave her the spirit fingers. <laughs> she just... Oh, she just gets all my spotty senses going every time we record. Because literally the other day I was in the shower thinking about a particular individual that me and Monica spend time with. And I wanted to tell this person, but she just brought it back to my mind. Uh, they were getting frustrated about like music or or like not getting the reaction they wanted. And I, and I want to tell this person so badly, but it just wasn't time. So I'll tell y'all. <laughs> you are not even supposed to be getting anything from this, yeah. you know, because he was just wanting this kind of like gratification or satisfaction from the service. And I was like, you are supposed to be the spiritual eunuch 
preparing the handmaiden for the king. Yeah. You aren't supposed to be getting anything. Yeah. This is like, yeah, but I, you know, if you get anything, like my bishop say, that's lame. Yeah. <laughs> that's extra. Yeah. You know, the fact that you are even sitting here telling me you supposed you want to feel something, you want to get something from it, tells me you want it to be about you. Yeah. You're not supposed. You're supposed to prepare the handmaiden, get the people ready to present them before Jesus, and get out the way. Yeah. You know, and that's not an. But that's for the mature. It's for the it's mature. It's not for everybody. Everybody can't yeah. receive that. Because look at what, like, I was reading last night, um, John 17, uh, 17 chapter through the 20th chapter. And so, you know, I I know where this story is going already, (laughs) right? And so this is, you know, Jesus' journey to the cross. And so um, he says, I'm reading in the Passion Translation. So he says to the Father when he's praying, he's like, um, now give me the glory that you promised me. Mm. And so I read that scripture and I was just like, uh-uh. No, 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 no. <laughs> I know what this means. And I, that moment of that scripture, like I've obviously probably read that multiple times before, but I just stopped right there for at least 10 minutes and I'm mm. just like, uh-uh. And mm-hmm. I read it again and I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> So I'm like, I know what this glory is. Mm. I know what this glory means. Yeah. This is not, this is not glory one step to get to A to Z. Yeah. This is glory that looks like I'm about to get punched in the face yes. by a bunch of church people. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And like, Man. and so I proceeded to read because I was just like, I know what this glory is. This glory is death. This mm-hmm. glory starts with death, mm-hmm. and the glory that you receive, like, yes, you know, that's what we go into everything with the end in mind. And I was like telling the guys you know, before, or, or, or one of the singers or something that like we as singers and musicians being prophetic by nature called to set atmospheres mm-hmm. and prepare the way you don't always see a move while you're singing. Mm-hmm. You are sometimes going ahead to prepare the way so and God will come after and you got to be okay with that. Like, so mm-hmm. for you to try to push to force a certain thing mm-hmm. isn't the proper order. Like mm-hmm. that means you don't understand what you're doing. You don't right. understand your assignment. Right. You understand that you have a particular assignment mm-hmm. or what that is for today. But when you know what that is, you're content yeah. in that alone mm. and you take that assignment and you fulfill it and you walk away yeah. to receive your next one and yeah. because whatever he's going to do, he's going to do. Yeah. Right. I put my part in and then he does his part. That's when dying daily has become a part of who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you're not used to it, you're going to scream and holler the whole time you're on the altar. Yeah. But if you're used to dying, you know, you won't fight him so hard. You'll be bucking against him. Man, Jesus asked for the glory that was promised. And Mm. that meant that he had to start with death. And that's that's the same thing for us. Like, of course, God wants to glorify us along with him because in that he gets glory. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's crazy, like, that relationship, like, we share it with him. But if glory for me means the audience, like, Looking praising me mm-hmm. or giving me a certain response, yeah. then he'll let me have that as glory. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? But otherwise, I would have to be willing to let glory for me be the process of being okay with people just looking at me crazy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's for the mature. <laughs> like, it's, it's just like the scripture that talks about, you know, the person that prays, you know, like, in, 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 in secret and mm-hmm. let God reward you openly. But yeah. if you, 
you know, go flounder around telling people you got your reward. Mm -hmm. Like, so if, you know, the crowd jumping was what you wanted and you worked to get that, then you got got your reward. He got your reward. Mm. So punchline moves, leads. It just, to me, drives you like that intention. Ooh, this is so good. (laughs) It's so good, y'all, because as you're saying it, I'm just thinking about the reason it's for the mature is because you know that as you're dying. You realize, I may not get this glory in front of people, but I know the benefit of just doing, obeying my father. You know, people who are maybe, when I say young, I don't mean chronologically age, but young, spiritually minded, Mm -hmm. they think it's all about that moment. But people who are used to dying out to their own flesh, their own will, understand it's for much greater glory. And they understand, it may seem like a big deal to you that I'm not getting this response from these people, but what I'm getting on the other side, of this constant fellowship with him, yeah. this constant peace, this constant communion with him is way better yeah. than that moment. Yeah. The other five minutes people saying, oh, you killed, you were oh, right, peace right. or whatever. Okay. But really just obeying him and he's saying, okay, she's, she's, it's really about me. It's not about yeah. her. It's another you know? level of discipline. A whole nother level. And it's, it's not, it's not easy because it's all about like reigning in your flesh, like getting under the rain and, and gripping it real strong and pinning it down and say like you're dead and you're gonna stay dead <laughs> because <laughs> it tries to come back alive yes. like mm-hmm. right because we had talked about i think before in different co- podcasts like when you're young the praise you receive mm-hmm. creates a hunger in you for more for more mm-hmm. and over time you identify approval through the praise of people mm-hmm. rather than god and it's important for us to teach our children yeah. how to understand what it means to receive approval from God and praise from God and let them set that as their priority as their yeah. one thing right mm-hmm. and not people yeah. you know and if I get what I get from people then it's just lanyard mm-hmm. it's just something extra <laughs> but it's not what I live or die by oh man that's so good it's so good because I know a lot of people who spend so much time and energy on the pulpit and off the pulpit waiting for praise from people yeah craving it you know and it's a dangerous thing too because you are motivated by it as opposed to seeing the Lord smile seeing the Lord give you praise seeing the Lord rejoice and saying yes you're doing what I want but no you're so worried about people that that unfortunately you're making the Lord frown and you're making him frustrated and you're making him say okay but what about me you're worried about them you know so yeah Jesus was definitely the opposite of that (laughs) like he didn't care what the Pharisees were saying I was like um, and I mean, like just in reading that last night, it was like, I mean, you see literally the church today. There was such a competition between, you know, because they came and told him uh, when they were going back and forth with Pilate and he was just like, I don't find any fault in him. Like, why are y'all, is, isn't he the king of Jews? And he was just like, you know, they were talking about how it offends Caesar. No, Caesar is our king, you mm-hmm. know, and that that is, and I was like, whoa, mm-hmm. the world the love of the world versus the love of mm. God. Because, again, the Pharisees, these are church people. Yeah. These are these are priests yeah. that we're talking about. You know, people, these are people in the church that's been in the way mm. for a long time. Yeah. And we see that today. And we see it even, even in a, a lot of the worship services. And that's why we're talking about, like, 
it's time to shift the culture. It's time to go after the young generation who's never heard of God mm-hmm. and never known God. Yeah. Right. Because that's what Jesus was doing. Yeah, absolutely. He was, he was going after the young people that didn't know. Right. And, and hadn't ever heard mm-hmm. and would see him as the Messiah. And he left them old heads where they was. <laughs> Yeah, keep on doing what y'all doing. <laughs> keep on doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, they got on Jesus' last You're not going to receive it anyway. <laughs> you're going to reject me anyways. So. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's crazy, though, because he was dying for them, mm. too. Mm. He was dying for them, too. Mm. And so there's a line of, you know, just, um, you know, of honor that still remains that, that we have to have even even in our maturity is to still be able to passionately give that truth but to not give in a, a harsh manner yeah in a harsh manner and even not to give attention in the wrong direction mm-hmm. you know which is they be came hard. they came and bothered Jesus all the time and he you know he wasn't worried about you know he was out he was out there looking for another generation mm-hmm. and you know where punchlines don't work to, on people that don't ain't never heard of Jesus, <laughs> like, like you can <laughs> you can talk about with the fruit of your lips all you want. Like, what are you talking about? What is the fruit of your lips? <laughs> what is the fruit of your lips talking about? That's a weird. <laughs> that is very strange. <laughs> You're freaking me out. <laughs> you can't when pull I think all about the goodness now. of Jesus. They're like, like okay, okay. I just met Jesus yesterday, so yeah. I don't know nothing that y'all talk about. <laughs> I don't have none of these shout moments. Yeah, and so copy moments can't work with that. And that's the danger of getting stuck in religion. Yeah. Getting stuck in in doing church as your relationship with God, mm-hmm. you know, or as your walk with God. Mm-hmm. Because he didn't call us to do that. He called us to preach the gospel to the world. Yeah. To the unbelievers, those who don't know him. Yeah. You know, and so I just think that as we take the challenge to discipline ourselves or bring ourselves to another level of discipline to say what is this moment for you know just asking that question alone Mm. before you do anything as it relates to ministry will help you to make the right decision Mm. what is this moment for what is my assignment yeah asking those questions will change everything and it would teach your heart to wait on god and to expect him mm-hmm. and to move with him. But if I go into something every time because I've done it so many times mm-hmm. and I have, you know, all I all I have now is, all right, I, I want people to rejoice and respond. Even when you're preparing messages or even when you're preparing songs, like yes. you can judge it based on the feelings you think people will get, mm-hmm. give you or the responses they mm-hmm. give. But when you take that out of the equation... And you say, what is what the purpose? Do you want, what do you want, God? Mm-hmm. What is my assignment? Yeah. Then it changes everything. And you really become a believer, a Christian, who's living their lives to please God mm-hmm. rather than please people. Amen. Thank you for listening to the KG Worship Corner. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to like, share, and subscribe. See you next time. time.